Welcome to Freedom From Within, a show where we discuss how to build a strong foundation for life that is important to you, your family, and your community, where we teach foundational life principles to those serving time in our prisons. Because of the successes of our program inside, we are now bringing the same program outside on this show, the show that we call Freedom From Within. Hello, my name is Cliff. And I'm Sue. We're the directors of Freedom From Within. Over the last couple of months, we've been discussing the importance of building a strong foundation for life. We have, and so far we've been having a couple interviews along the way. Yes. um, Hearing real life stories, it's been really good. Yeah, it has. The foundations for life consists of basically character development, right? Right. As a prison ministry, uh, we find um, ourselves inside prison, working with people that really want to make a change in their life. Mm -hmm. And so right now we're on a uh, topic called individual dignity. Mm -hmm. And individual dignity comprises of many different things. What kind of things uh, do you think of when you think of individual dignity, Sue? Things I think of are self-worth, knowing that you matter, and that you can make a difference. That's good. That's good, right? I mean, if we don't believe in who we are, right, um, it's going to impact the way that we're going to see the world. Mm-hmm. It's going to impact the way that um, we feel about ourselves. Right? So today, we're excited because we have another guest. We do. And now this guest, you got to understand this guy, all right? He was a graduate of our Transformational Rhythms Program. He is also a peer leader, mm-hmm. and he is also a role model. Now, I was looking at my notes, and I was saying he was a role model. No, he is a role model. He is. Yes, that's right. He is a role model. We're going to hear from a guy by the name of Rafael Diaz. Rafael Diaz, um, I couldn't be prouder of this guy. I know. It's great. And he's uh, been released um, last year. Mm-hmm. Doing great. He is doing really and good. And we are just um, honored to be able to have him. So, Raphael, how are you doing? And uh, say hello to the world. Hey, what's up, world? This is Raphael Diaz here, chipping in as well. So how did you get involved with even making a choice to come to the Transformational Rhythms Program, participate in the Foundations for Life class? Give us a little bit of um, you know what was going through your head during that time. Well, I've always been involved in activities as far as self-improvement, character development, as you mentioned before, and just moving forward with the time that God has given me, you know, the time that I've been granted, because all time is an opportunity. Opportunities aren't seen with our eyes, they're seen with our minds. So if we actually sit down and contemplate the steps that we'll take to actually achieve what we want to achieve in life, we'll um, find beautiful individuals such as you, Cliff and Sue, such as other peer educators, such as other uh, professors or individuals who are who are seeking out higher education for themselves. But as you said, uh, what I was thinking before I started the class was like, man, I was just looking at it like another opportunity to further develop that which I'm trying to create. But um, yeah, I found it a lot interesting because of the fact that it used commonality, common language, you know. People that, like, study, studying us 
psychology, philosophy, and all that, logic. They use a lot of terminologies that we're not really used to. But then again, when they break it down, I mean, we understand the terminology because they're, they're, they're there for a reason. But that comes later on. And when I approached you and your class and Sue, uh, it came right in the door. The understanding of the language, the understanding of material, the understanding of what it was that you provided. Nope. Not only you provided, but God through you. And that's what I really liked about your class, and that's what I continue to like because it's all commonality. And I feel the world at large could relate to what people want us. I mean, what a lot of, a lot of us as individuals were ignorant to. You know, we didn't want to know anything of the struggles, anything of the sufferings. We didn't want to confront our past. But in order for us to confront our past is to acknowledge our present. So, Raphael, I have a question for you. Now, you, you know that we're Christians and follow Jesus, and we know you are too. Do you believe that um, the class is relevant for those that don't believe in Jesus? Yeah. Um, first of all, Sue, I, uh, I don't think of myself as a Christian, as a Catholic, as a Muslim, or any any religion, because uh, James one twenty seven says, religion is this, pure and undefiled religion is this, to visit the orphans and the widows in their distress, right? They talk about religion seven times, but seven times in the whole Bible, the word religion is mentioned. But no, I understand the Christian is a follow Christian is like a literally follower of Christ. Okay. I follow Christ. I follow God and I follow his laws. I follow his commandments to the best of my ability that I'm able to keep them. But I, I don't believe in religion because religion brings about division in this world. And Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, didn't come to this world to bring about division, but unity. He called us to be saints, right? Not no Catholics, Christians. I mean, with all the respect, but at the same time, he called us to be saints. And, yeah, I believe that for anybody who, who wants something better for their life, no matter what religion, no, no matter what denomination or race you may be, yeah, this uh, this program does work. Just like anything in life, anything works if you work for it. So you remember what Cliff's little saying is for being in class? Being in class, all I want you to do is Well, show I think up. the saying's a little cooler than that. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really about the transformational story that you had. You made a, you commented um, earlier that you're kind of at, at a crossroads in your life. I think we met maybe halfway through your your sentence. Obviously, I didn't know too much, you know, who you were at that time. But somehow you kept on pushing through. And it, had, and it must have had something to do with um, how you feel about yourself, like that you're worth it to, you know, push through. And when we talk about individual dignity, um, in previous um, uh, shows, we, we mentioned that you can't manufacture dignity. It's, it's something that's um, a part of you, ingrained in you, and the things that you do and, and, and the things that you say. So how do you, you know, I, I talk to you now. I've been, you know, we've been talking since uh, you've been out, and uh, I've just been really impressed with how well you, you stand for yourself. 
and how well um, you know, you're focused on doing the right things. So what are the things that help you stay focused when it comes to individual dignity and, and this particular um, topic? They talk about the, the, the chapter talks about positive attitude, right? As long as we remain positive attitude, it's automatically, you were talking about learned optimism, learn optimism, you know, we can't manufacture dignity. We can't manufacture, I mean, we can manufacture happiness, but at the same time, it's all, it's all a product. It's all a result of, so therefore how we try to carry ourselves through life by, uh, the chapter talks about embracing our struggles, embracing our difficulties, renewing our mind and, and understand believing the best not only in ourselves, but in, in outside in the world. As long as we embrace everything in that, in that aspect or in that way, I feel that life, life will give you what you put in, you know? And as, yeah, I've been through struggles, I've been through difficulties, I've been through everything, but who has it, you know? It's just, it's just me talking to you right now, Cliff. Like you, like Cliff and Sue has also embraced their own struggles. I'm not trying to put you on an altar or nothing like that, but I'm just saying this is a relatable issue between me and you right here, right now. But as I said, it's only for those who want it. You know, as you said, I want you to want to be here. And of course, that's how life is. You know, life wants you to show up and they'll take it to rest. Just like a job application, just like a job that you're working, you're nine to five, right? That all, it's not only a nine to five because you're not only working to please man, but you're working to please what you believe in. Maybe God, maybe Allah, maybe whoever be the case. But at the same time, you're working to believe that. And if if they're believing in you, you're still working to believe the best in that. And that's why I like these these topics because they're so grounded. They're so founded on on commonality. That's, That's really good, Ralph, Raphael. Last week we were talking about um, believing the best and, and thinking, you know, what you think, you're, the stories in your head, uh, the stories in your head can make up the truths in your life. You know, if you think that you're no good and you think you're going to always do wrong, it kind of, you just kind of go in that mode, right? But then if you're thinking that you can make a difference and that you can do good, you tend to do that, right? I mean your mind can really be is a very powerful tool. I was just talking earlier about the law of attraction, right? And that's how we need to treat our lives nowadays. But moving on to the to the next uh how do you say practice of the of the chapter individual dignity was self awareness. And that's where we, we come into play right now, as you just said, that it's about being aware of your surroundings and how you impact the world. Because no matter how small you might be, you're still a product and you're still part of this society, this world at large. And you're still a beautiful creation that God has meant or has a purpose for. We all have purposes, yet though we have difficult times finding those purposes because at the same time we think it's uh, impossible, we think it's like an obstacle we can't overcome or something like that. But at the same time, there's always ways out. 
and there's always people who care, like you, Cliff and Sue, like Brother uh, Fernando, like my professors that I did in, the, in college, like everybody who cares, everybody who wants to give back to the community at large. I, myself, am a mechanic right now. I'm giving back to the community at large by, by helping them stay on the road. You know, the doctors, they're helping them stay, stay, stay alive. You know, this whole pandemic that's going on right now, not, not to mention that, but, you know, we're all trying to survive in what we got to do right now. You know, there's darkness in this world, but yet again, we all have light to give back. And as long as we let that light shine forth. Amen. Amen. So, Raphael, if we get a little personal, if you wouldn't mind, what was it like, you know, the day that you were walking, you know, out of the gate, making the adjustments, standing up strong, um, in a new world that, you know, you haven't been part of for, for a while. What, what was that like and how did you just, you know, deal with, uh, the, the newness and the uncertainties? Well, when I first walked out of the gate, yeah, I haven't thought about that, but now that you brought it up, <laughs> when I first walked out of the gate, my older brother, my younger brother came to get me and, uh, I didn't look back for what? I didn't look back at nothing. I just walked out, got in the car, and went to go get some McDonald's right quick. I ate some McDonald's and uh, thought about it, ate some breakfast, thought about it, thought about it, adjusted. But I knew I had to be on not neutral, but drive. But then again, I had to switch gears as well, go back and forth to neutral because at the same time, the world has changed over a decade of my life that I spent in the jail, right? The world has changed in a magnitude of ways. So therefore, in order for me to actually acclimate or adjust to the situation that I have present, I have to listen. I have to listen, listen, and listen. Because I may know I know what I'm walking into, but I don't know. And that's what the great philosopher said, uh, Socrates, I believe. He says, I only know what I don't know. So therefore, if I don't know what I know, I got to be cool, calm, and collective and be humble, most of all, in order for me to listen and adapt properly. So as I took uh, time out to just adjust, I'm still adjusting right now. I've barely been on, what, like nine months. I'm still adjusting. But at the same time, it's life that, that, that's been granted and has been given to me. So I'm going to take all the time out that I need to adjust in order for me to present myself properly. Because at times you, you just have to take a step back. Even though you may know what you're walking into, you still have to take a step back. Do you back think you'll ever arrive or do you think you'll always be adjusting? No, you'll always be adjusting. I mean, I'm, I'm not just saying me coming out of jail, but I'm saying everybody. Because every life is a different phase. Every day is a different phase. It's a new day. You know, nobody's promised tomorrow. So if we're granted tomorrow, that's a new new right. whole era, that's a right. new whole journey. That's good. Yeah, see, we're constantly growing, right? Mm -hmm. If we're not growing, what are we doing? Yeah. Right. If we're not living, we're dying. And we're, we're stuck. And, you know, you and I and, and, and even my wife, Sue, um, you know, she, I mean, she seems to have it all together. But I know, you know, I know her better than most. So I, I know that she's sure. she's actually growing as well. And, you know, we've been working on our character our entire lives. Mm -hmm. And what I like about Raphael is that he took the long road and said, you know, my past is my past. 
I'm going to go ahead and do the hard work Mm -hmm. and knowing that over time things will come together and being able to say, I'm still working at it. I'm still, you know, dealing with the stuff is, is I think a great perspective. And that's where I think individual dignity comes from Mm -hmm. knowing that um, there's new adventures ahead of us and we have to be prepared uh, the best that we can. Once we stop growing or once we stop, is when we find ourselves in situations we don't know how to deal with. Yeah, I think that's really a good point too, is, you know, don't look back, just keep moving forward. Um, I think not to forget everything that's happened or you've gone through because that those situations can help other people so you can use them to help others move forward, but to not dwell on your past and moving forward is really important. Even though nobody's promised tomorrow, it's always good to have expectations, hope, certainties, financial aid, all this and that, you know. But uh, it's always good to plan for, right. even though we don't know. And that's faith, right? Being sure of what we hope that's for good. and right. absolutely certain of what we do not see. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share? Any any wisdom to help those maybe that are, maybe, maybe their loved ones that, are going to be uh, released soon. Um, any anything that would help them make that transition and supportive role for one of their loved ones to be coming out. Any anything that you'd like to share? Just uh, just to be there. Be sympathetic at the at the same time empathetic, right? Understand their emotions, but understand where they're stepping in. So by doing so, I'm gonna, because when I first got out. I was quickly judged, quickly criticized, quickly condemned. But I understand because they're still holding on to my past. They know me as of 10 years ago. And they don't know my whole process or my whole growth that I've done throughout those 10 years. But that's okay. I can't blame them. I can only blame myself. We're not pointing fingers here. We're accepting us, ourselves, and we're moving forward. And that's what I could share with other people who are recently going to receive their uh, loved ones, that uh, you should sympathize with them as well as empathize. Know where they've been at so you understand their emotions that they're going through right now. Well, and you mentioned, you know, we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. And being able to you know, give each other grace. Yeah, grace is good. <laughs> and, and and know that we can grow together. Um, relationships are difficult, especially, you know, coming from different perspectives. And trying to find, you know, Raphael used the term common language. Mm-hmm. Being able to find common language um, is, is, is so important. There's a lot of uh, uniquenesses that we all have. Yes. Um, diversity in thought. Yeah. Uh, but we should always have unity in principle. At least that's where I come from. And uh, going on to self-awareness, right? That's what it's all about. And they speak about highly about the Jahari window. I've read about the Jahari window many times before this class in psychology. And um, man, just to see its appearance in this literature as it is, it just blew my mind because I was like, wow. From where I was in, in actually a, a college course class to where I'm at in a Bible course class, you know, and, and how they're able to relate. Even though it's psychology and it's all this 
it's a whole bunch of, as people say, mumble jumble. But it's it's uh it's actually thoughtful thinking because when you actually think about the approachability that an individual has and the impact that the individual could have on the person based on the approachability that they actually take into into consideration by being open-minded, by being like, considerate, by being closed, and by understanding your secret areas. We'll actually understand a little bit more how, how open or how more vulnerability we could show forth and actually have people like us for not only seeing us, but feeling right. us. And that's what I really liked about the John Hart window when I was first took it in psychology. But then when I first saw it in your class, it just changed my whole uh, dynamic and uh, how I related to it in psychology as to how I related it to how God right. wants me to be, how God wants me to be. Right. And one of the things is we learn a lot of stuff out there, but until we apply it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And then how do we share it with other people is really when it becomes ingrained in us. For those of you that don't know about the Jahari window, um, the quick overview is, is that there's four quadrants, and one of them is it says that we all have open areas known to self as well as known to others. Uh, but then there's these secret areas where you only know it yourself personally and no one else knows it. Then they have this other quadrant called blind spots, which says that it's unknown to you but everybody else knows it about you, which I find is really scary. Um, and then the undiscovered, which is unknown to you and unknown to others. And the goal is if we're going to be moving forward to go into these undiscovered areas and know that it can be exciting if you let it be exciting, but it requires you having dignity in yourself, knowing your gifts and your passions, using your experiences. You know, that's called wisdom when you're using your experiences. With that, uh, Raphael, we appreciate um, you being on the show. That's great. Well, thanks so much, Raphael, for being with us on the show today. It was great to hear from you. And Well, thank you too, guys. Hi. So if those of you who are listening want to comment on our show, you can do so by emailing us or leaving us a message. Email us at info at freedomfromwithin.org. That's info at freedomfromwithin.org. And if uh, you're listening to this on anchor.fm or on our website, freedomfromwithin.org, there's a message button under the podcast tab. And you could actually leave a voice message. You know, you could tell us what you you think. Maybe we could actually even use that on a future show. You know, if, if that's something you'd like to do, if you'd like to be part of our next show. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Look forward to hearing from you. Join us next episode when we will finish up discussing the practice of individual dignity. Until next show, I pray you live Live it it, to to give give it it. and share your success with others.